Well, this should be a controversial episode. I don't know. Is that how you say controversial? Controversial. Controversial. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why you sounded I can't, like you're gurgling. I can't say that word. Controversial. My mouth doesn't form at the end of the word. Controversial. Shoal. Controversial. Controversial. There you go. All right. Well, this is going to be difficult. All right, welcome back, everybody, to episode eight, where we talk about babies. I wish people could have seen your face when you just said babies. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's uh, it's gonna be a fun one. But what what happened? Why are we Why are we gonna talk about uh, bebes? <laughs> bebes for all those Shit's Creek fans out there. So this past weekend, we went to Nashville, Tennessee, to visit my best friend from college and her husband. And their nine-month-old son. Um, who is very cute. Who is just, and like such an amazing baby. I don't know a whole lot about babies, but like I imagine he's probably like top tier because he barely cried or whined or really did anything like that. You hear that, William? When you're old enough to listen to this, top tier. <laughs> but I think it was it was interesting because for those of you who don't know Goods and I, we don't really ever spend any time around kids. We don't have yeah. a lot of children in our lives. We don't have many friends that have kids. So babies, kids, regardless, like they're just not really a big part of our lives. I mean, yeah, I've worked with kids, but they've usually been teenagers and teenagers are just very, very different, obviously. So yeah, I think it was weird for people to see like on our Instagram stories this past weekend that like we were hanging out with a baby instead of like doing what we normally do. But it was an amazing trip. We had a great time catching up with them. I think it was I think it was an absolute blast, exactly the kind of weekend that we needed, even though it was very different from like our normal weekends. Yeah. And we still did adult things and and uh they Yeah, had... like destroyed those 12-year-olds in laser tag. Yeah, I need to post that picture about my high score cuz like I was thousands of points ahead of them. You got you got got. You got beat. <laughs> I feel like Barney Stinson when I talk about laser tag like that. Uh, but, but yeah, shout out to our friends, Amanda and JB. They're just like wonderful, amazing people. And they're going to make amazing parents. And they already have shown that because yeah. William is great. They are amazing parents. You guys are whatever you guys are doing. Keep doing it because that little that little dude is he's something special for sure. Nana and Papa had watched our boys, the doggos. Uh, and we got back and I made it very clear to your mother that it was like, you know, I feel like most couples kind of like see that like a kiddo, you know, we're about to be married and then they get baby fever. For sure. We don't, we didn't get that. No, because not. We did not catch the fever. Shock. Uh, we kind of already said it before, but Cole and I do not want to have biological children. And I feel like that's becoming more, I don't know if normal is the right word, but I feel like people are more okay with saying that yeah. versus like, People just sometimes avoided it altogether. But we want to we wanna be honest with y'all. Hashtag unfiltered goals. We want to say, yeah, we don't want to have biological kids. And there's there's a plenty, plenty reasons why. And, and we want to dive into that. Yeah, for sure. I think that like with Goods and I both being raised in, you know, pretty, I mean, I wouldn't say pretty religious homes, but we were raised in the church. We were around, you know, quote unquote Christians and all of those people growing up. And, you know, if you ask any, like, hardcore Christian that takes the Bible literally, um, they would say that, like, we were put on this earth to procreate, and I disagree. Um, you're, you're saying women. 
Correct. I think that's very, very common for people to think that or yeah, say that. It's absolutely. That, oh, you're just selfish. You don't want to give up your time. Yeah. S- sorry. Yeah, I, I don't actually. <laughs> I that's mean, part of it. I think that like the fact that we're honest about why we don't want to have potentially any kids, but like for sure not biological kids. For me, I have worked 10 years dealing with kids, children, teenagers who are stuck in this fucked up system because they have been just like thrown into this world with parents who are not able to take care of them or, you know, like it just it blows my mind seeing these kids and talking to these teenagers and so many of them literally have said to me, looked me dead in the eyes and said to me, I didn't ask to be born. Hmm. Like it's completely unfair that I have to live in this house where I'm abused or I'm not taken care of or I'm not being fed or I'm, you know, being sexually taken advantage of or whatever the case may be. I never asked to be born. And so I think it's unfair that like I have to deal with the consequences of two irresponsible people like having sex and making a baby. I mean, these kids have told me this to my face and I will never forget it. It'll never not haunt me because how sad is that? That these 16, 17, 18 year olds already don't like living because of the world they were pushed into. Nobody asked them if they wanted to be here, but they got pushed into this world. Oh God, I'm already on my soapbox. (laughs) But like they got pushed into this world of hatred and abuse and drugs and prison and all of these things that like they didn't ask for and so anyone who looks at me and says oh nicole you're selfish because you don't want to get pregnant and bring a new baby into this world why would i want to Hmm. there's so many kids out there that need loving homes i am not going to make any more because the amount that are suffering and abused and broken because of the world they were pushed into who's going to take care of them Hmm. and like i didn't mean to talk about this so early on well i think think you gave the answer like up front rather than us lead up to it well i think that's this is one reason why we don't want to have biological kids like i've i've worked with these this population for 10 years and the tra- the secondary trauma that I have experienced through these kids' trauma will haunt me for the rest of my life. And anyone who says they don't understand why I don't want to have biological kids, they've never had a conversation with the kids that I've worked with for 10 years. You definitely. So I don't care what they have to say. You definitely provide a unique perspective that there there's just not many people that they can say like, oh, yeah, I've seen what those kids are, are going through or what, what someone's experiencing. Now, there's like, you know, the the unique situation where you have like our friends in Nashville. They're two wonderful people and they're going to give all the love and attention and affection to their baby, their kid. But Cole's perspective here is while that is an option, I think, you know, I think we would be great parents and we would give that kid plenty of love and affection, give them the life that they deserve. But Cole sees this as there are too many kiddos out there that are forsaken they don't get the love they deserve they don't get the resources they need and because of that we don't want to bring another person into the world we would rather provide time and energy and effort and give those kids that are in need what they need i would never judge somebody for having biological children 
just as I would really appreciate if no one judged me for not wanting biological children. Mm. Like, I think the people that I have in my life that have made babies are amazing and their kids are amazing and they're going to be amazing parents. And like that kid is going to be filled with surrounded by love and happiness and acceptance and all the amazing things. I would never judge someone for having their own kids. So I don't know why people feel like they have the right to judge me because I don't want to have my own children. I think that's what really irks me is like I'm not walking around shaming moms and dads because they had biological children. Mm -hmm. And yet somehow people think that it's okay to shake their finger in my face and be like, oh, man, well, you just, you know, you're missing out on your purpose or you know, well, God created blah, 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 blah. All the things that I've heard as a woman, especially about not having biological kids. It honestly breaks my heart that people can be so close minded about the idea of like a sane woman, independent woman saying, I don't ever want to be pregnant. I just don't. And if that makes me selfish, fine. I'm selfish. Okay. Like I will walk away and be like, all right, cool. If you think I'm selfish, awesome. Good. Like good for you. This is not something I want, and I don't want to bring a child into the world if I am not 100% set on having a child. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's too where, unfortunately, we've, you know, we've had several generations, including ours, but before us too, where it was just, these are the expectations of what you do. And I think those people that, like, like ourselves, that question the norm and say, well, no, I really don't want that for myself. It looks odd. It looks weird. I hope you could hear that boonie in the background squeaking like that. He's telling everyone that we're good parents. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. This, I think that the conversation has shifted immensely over the past like decade and change where it's, you know, power to the, wom power to the woman. You can do what you want. But I, I still think there is a stigma around like, oh, I'm a woman and I want to, you know, I want to advance in my career. I want to do this thing. I don't want to have kids. But then it's, it turns around from, uh, oh, go for you, good for you. And then it turns into, well, like, don't, aren't you, don't you feel like you're going to miss out? Like the conversation shifts over towards this, like, I should feel guilty about the decisions that I make as a, as a person. I, it honestly blows my mind that like nowadays, you really can't win being a woman. You will get backlash and people talking shit about you and questioning the choices that you've made regardless of what you've made. I mean, I know lots of people that like shame stay-at-home moms. They're like, well, why don't they do something better with their lives? But then there's the moms that are being shamed because they go back to work. Right. And then, you know, if you have too many kids, you're weird. And if you don't have any kids, you're also weird. Like, literally, women can't win nowadays. It's like whatever decision a woman makes for herself, someone is going to find a problem with it. And that's what's really frustrating for a woman in today's society because, yeah, I feel like no matter what I do, I can't win in other people's eyes. So I just have to stop caring what other people think. I think that is the ultimate lesson to to be learned for not only women, but I think for for everybody is try to stop thinking about what people think about you. But it's it's way easier said than done because people are always going to provide their input. Like we are going to go on our wedding day. We're going to get married happily 
And I guarantee you there's going to be someone either that day or days following where it's like, so when's the kiddo coming? Yeah. And it's just, it's it's what people do. People want to question whatever it is you're doing always. And so at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like you do you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will get to like that subject later on. I'm curious as like if you want to tell the audience, I kind of already spoke to why I don't want to have biological children. Do you want to speak to why you don't want to have them? Yes. I so as a man, like there definitely is some societal pressures. It's definitely not as severe uh, for a man versus a woman. But there is the, you know, this this thinking of I've always heard this thought of, oh, don't you want to leave your legacy? Like don't you want to to have your last name like carried on move forward no (laughs) like my my legacy is first of all that this is a whole other topic like if your legacy is your kids i think you need to reevaluate where you are totally agree i think my legacy is the the friends and the loved one and the people that i meet the impact that i make on them in my time that i'm given on this earth that is my legacy. I mean, think about it. If we had kids and we were at your funeral, no one would be like, oh my gosh, look at little Susie over there and the amazing things that she's going to do. They would be talking about you mm-hmm. and all of your accomplishments and all of the good that you've done and the kindness that you've brought to every room you walk into. Like that just that whole line is just it, it's another way of people and society trying to guilt trip people into having more children right for sure and it's like you know if i if i want to leave a legacy there are so many ways to do that cole and i could donate our time and our energy to a cause that we care for immensely and our our name can be attached to that if we really want our name to be attached to something or i mean why can't we be acknowledged for what we've already done. Mm. I mean, I know that nobody thinks that like dogs and babies are on the same playing field, but like Finn was found in a dumpster before I got a hold of him and Boone was born in a shelter and his mom died giving birth to him and he was super malnourished and like they didn't know if he was going to survive. How about like, is it just okay that like we rescued these two poor babies that like who knows where they would be if we hadn't taken them in. Like, I get it. They're not human beings. But those people out there that, like, it's hard for them to wrap their mind around this, well, think about all of the the dogs that are mistreated that are put into shelters. That exact same thing is happening with human children. Yeah. Every single day. For sure. Yeah, it it most certainly is. Back to the the feeling as like a... Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. As a guy, there, you know, the the conversation around being selfish is relevant. I I do think I have the option to, you know, I do my work day. Um, I love to work out. I love to cook. I love editing this podcast, and I love working on my side side projects. I love hanging out with friends, and all of that gets minimized or sometimes even deleted when you have kids and that's because like it's this entity that needs the 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 love and affection that it deserves to to live and and to develop into a good human being and i'm not willing to at like you know at this point in my life i'm not willing to provide that for another 
human being. I'm just not. And like, if, if that is selfish, that's okay. You can call me out on that. But I also, I, I have a lot of plans for my life and my life with Cole, like starting a brewery, uh, maybe working and starting another company, maybe, I don't know, doing a lot of traveling, like something that isn't necessarily a good environment for a child. And I think it's more responsible, call it selfish, that's fine, but it's more responsible to say, hey, I want to put my time and energy into these other areas. I don't have time for a child. That is more responsible to do that. Because like, you know, all these people that have kids, and I'm not calling anybody out directly, but anybody that has a child and they want to go do all these other things, and then the kid is left to, to the iPad, like, that's not being a good parent. That's not helping them develop and, and giving them the time and energy that they need. So it's, it's really, it's a, it's a responsibility thing for me. And it's just recognizing who I am as a person. We, we found out, like we, we've talked about it in a previous episode. We, on our first date, talked about not wanting to have biological children. And that was because Cole and I had taken the time to evaluate for ourselves that, no, we don't want to have kids. Like, it's just a thing. We don't want to have our, our own biological children. So I think where people error is one, they, you know, they hear the world or they hear their parents or they hear, hear friends or whatever it is, and they hear this notion that they need to have kids. And then that's just something you do. And you've not evaluated that for yourself. I think in the long term, I think those people end up regretting their decisions. I like everything has pluses and minuses, like always. It just always is the case. But if you evaluate it for yourself and you're and you are comfortable in that decision, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I'm not going to regret not having children because I made a decision that was best for me and for you. And I'm okay with living with that. I think too, like people need to just look at it from a different perspective. Like what you said, you don't have the time or the energy and you don't want the responsibility of a child. I think a lot of people would look at that and say, okay, well, that's really selfish. But I think that people need to take a hard look at who you are as a person and realize it's actually really, really responsible of you. And I'm sorry, but there are way too many irresponsible people out there having babies. Mm. And then they just end up like there's they end up broken. And then we just have another broken person in society that keeps pushing a very broken system. It just it's a it's a thing. It's a cycle that I feel like is never going to end because there's lots of reasons why people have babies. But I think a lot of people, whether they're willing to admit it or not, they have a child because there's some sort of hole in their lives. They mm. think that their marriage is suffering, so let's bring a mom and dad closer by making them parents. Or I think that someone's unhappy in their career, so they're like, oh, okay, well, let me – I'm sorry, but all of these are not good enough reasons to bring a human being into this world. And I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a lot mm. of backlash for saying these things, but this is what this podcast is for. It's unfiltered. And I – I'm not saying that my opinions are correct. All I'm asking is that people look outside their own opinions and are willing to like look at a different perspective and see a person for who they are and the decisions that they need to make. Because another really like fucked up thing in our society is, yeah, like you've got to do everything in this specific order on this mm -hmm. specific timeline. Like once a woman reaches 30s and doesn't have a child, people look at her like there's something wrong with her. 
And I mean, pe- people look at if there is a woman in her 30s who's not married, you better believe people are looking at her like there's something wrong with her. But why does there have to be anything wrong with anybody? Mm. Like there are a lot of people in this world who have no desire to get married. That is not weird. That is what they want for their life. And you are going to be a happy, happier, more fulfilled person if you do what you want for your life instead of letting all of these people impact your decisions. Like, mm-hmm. should you listen to the people closest to you? Absolutely. But you should take all these opinions with a grain of salt and realize that, like, you can pick out the life that you want. Like us, some people want to get married. That is a desire that they have, but they don't want to have children. Nobody should be shamed for that. No woman should be shamed for not wanting to get married, but still wanting to have a baby. Like, whatever someone chooses for their life, back the fuck up and let them choose what they want for their life. And I just, it makes me really sad when people feel like they have the ability to step into someone else's world and be like, no. You're doing it wrong because you did this, this, and then this instead Mm. of that, that, and then that. Mm. Like it's just not – it's not anybody's business except for the people that are experiencing it in their own world. Yeah. And it makes me really sad that – I mean I have lots of friends who feel like there's something wrong with them or they're missing out because they're not married or they don't have kids – And then I sit down and ask them, I'm like, but do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? Mm. And they're like, you know what? I don't really know. I'm like, okay, well, that's what you should be figuring out. And anybody who thinks that you're weird for not following the systematic, like, you know, get married in your early 20s, have babies by 25, and then live a miserable life, like, honestly, they need to just shut the hell up is my opinion. Well, to, to put it a little bit nicer. If you can't you, tell, I'm usually bad cop. He's usually good cop. So <laughs> that's no, it's I can be bad cop uh, at some points. But this topic you were very passionate about, which I love. But the, the point I wanted to bring out of that that you made is you said in there, it's like we have an opinion that the point of this podcast is we have an opinion and our opinion is our own. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you. But the other point to drive in here is that don't judge other people for their own opinions and their decisions when it comes to things like children. Period. So, well, that was Buddha's soapbox. (laughs) I just, I know I have very strong opinions about things. And at times, these opinions have caused problems in my life. And that is, you know, that's something that I constantly have to work through. Is this a hill that I am willing to die on. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. is this something that, and I'm sorry, but this subject, there are a lot of times where I have to step down and say, I like, I have to put my stubbornness aside for a second, which is not an easy thing for me to do. And I have to just be like, you know what? You and I are never going to agree on this. So I need to step away. But like this subject, I have a lot of opinions on it, but I think that I, I know what I'm talking about because I have the very rare experiences of seeing what irresponsible parenting looks like and what it can do to the future generations. And 
honestly, it absolutely breaks my heart. I mean, the people that never leave their little houses and never get to know people of different cultures and different like ethnic backgrounds and even just different neighborhoods, like the people that don't ever get to know any of that. I don't really trust your opinion because you live in this glass house and you think that your opinion reigns supreme. And that's just really, really conceited. And I don't love that. I I want to shout out the moms in my life who have an individual identity outside of their child. Ooh. I think that that is one of the most amazing things about motherhood that I've witnessed is like these amazing moms who have these amazing kids and amazing marriages and whatever. And they have so many other amazing things in their lives that their child is not the only thing that they associate their identity with. I think you said it right there. That's why they have an amazing marriage and why they have an amazing maybe relationship with their kid is because their kid is not their life. Like yeah. they, they are a separate individual, which it's not to say that they don't love them with all their heart. Like right. they would jump in front of a train for, for them, like all that kind of stuff. But- their identity remains separate from the child. Identity and love are two very different things. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that like, I'm just talking about working moms. I actually know a lot of stay-at-home moms who have amazing things going on in their lives, whether it's hobbies, a side hustle, like a passion, something that they are crazy passionate about that has nothing to do with their kids. And I'm like, you go, girl. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I am obsessed with the mothers that I have seen who are like, yes, I'm a mom and I love my kids and I would do anything for them, but I'm not just a mom. Mm. Just like I am not just a future wife. I'm not just a dog mom. I'm just not I'm not just a social worker. Like there are so many identities that I frankly identify with. I would be insulted if someone came up to me and they just only thought of me as Gouda's wife. Like that mm -hmm. would be a problem to me. Mm -hmm. And I just applaud the mothers out there that are like, I am a kick-ass mom, but I'm also a kick-ass fill-in-the-blank, whatever it may be. Because sure. honestly, you guys are amazing and I wish that you guys got more of the recognition and the respect that you deserve for not just filling your life with a child and then being like, okay, my own, the only thing that's special about my life now is this child. Cause mm -hmm. that's just so not true. For sure. Well, just to slowly wrap things up here, I think it's important that we point out something that I think is overlooked a lot in that I said earlier, we don't want to have biological children. However, we do consider ourselves maybe a potential foster parent or going into adopting. But this would be later on in life, and especially, uh, as Cole mentioned, the population that she worked with, the age groups that she worked with, are often, you know, those teenagers are often the ones that are overlooked. While they they could potentially be like the hardest to bring into a family and, and look out for because they have past trauma, they've had all these things that they've dealt with, and they've had potentially someone that's left them it's it wouldn't be easy, but I think that is something that we could see ourselves called to do, uh, and that's what I mentioned earlier in when I was when I was speaking about parenthood. The timing doesn't work for all the things that we want to do, but potentially someday down the road we could see ourselves bringing in a a child, a teenager, adolescent that we could hopefully you know provide some sort of 
of safe haven to give them resources that they wouldn't otherwise have and be a support and, and a light in the world that often sees too much darkness. Absolutely. I mean, that's the perfect way to put it because I too often I think people forget that there's the, the road to parenthood can look very different for very different people. And there's no right way or wrong way to do it. And I, I applaud us for evaluating our life right now and realizing that like there's still a lot that we want to do as young, thriving, late 20, early 30-year-olds. And once we accomplish those, once we do that stuff, Who's to say that we don't become foster parents or adoptive parents? Absolutely. Like just because we say we don't want biological children doesn't mean that we don't want to be parents someday. And for all of you out there, we are parents. We have two amazing dogs that are currently staring at us. It's true. But, oh my gosh, Finny just walked out here like I was summoning him. He I knows. He knows when mom calls. I want to plug somebody else real quick because I – you know, as life goes on, I'm going to learn more about foster parents and foster care in general. I know that a lot of people have a lot of really negative connotations about it. But a friend of mine from high school was a foster parent for several years with her husband. She has a podcast as well where she talks about how you can support the foster care system or foster parents because there's a lot of things. If you are if you are one of those people that are like, I could never do that, that is totally fine. And I applaud you for like being self-aware. But that doesn't mean that you still can't help someone who is being called to that. For sure. So her name is Manda Carpenter on Instagram. You go follow her. And she has a podcast called a longer table and she talks all about how to help the foster care system not be as broken and help the foster parents that you may know because there's just so there's so many ways out there that people can get involved that doesn't directly mean that you have to be the one that's housing one of these children sure um so go check it out but i think it's i think this was a, an important conversation i have a lot of opinions and i know that but i think the what I want to drive home here is it's it's really, really invading when you, with all of the best intentions, I'm sure, walk up to especially a woman and say, so when are you going to get married? Or so when's the baby coming? Because you may just be really excited about that person's like next step in life. But you also have no idea what they've been through. I've known people that have been asked that question that ha secretly had a miscarriage and it brought up a lot of that trauma again. I've known people that have been asked that question that had an abortion and it brought up all of that guilt and trauma. And it's it's just really, really, really a bad idea. Like it is OK to instead of being so when are you going to do this? I would encourage everybody to pose the question of like, so what's next in your life? Mm. Don't project what you think this person should have in their life onto them because maybe this person was already married and maybe they went through this awful divorce and mm. you don't know that, but you're asking this person when they're going to get married. <laughs> it's just, it's really, really harsh and it can cause a lot of damage to people. So I just want to, without getting too like aggressive, about it and passionate about it, which Cal I know, calm it down. Calm which down. I know I can be at times. <laughs> I just want to encourage people 
to not project their own ideals onto other people. Instead, just, hey, what's going on? Period. Period. That that was fantastic. Cole Soapbox, everybody. But an important one, an important one to remember. People are so about like, what's next? What's going on? Let's celebrate what's going on right now. Right? Like, why, why can't we just live in the present? Let's let's enjoy the moment. Be kind to somebody. And maybe just and listen. Care. <laughs> listen, exactly. All right. Well, hey, this has been the Unfiltered Goals podcast. Also, we want to thank our audience because we passed 400 total downloads, which is awesome for a podcast. Burr, 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 burr. It's not like it's not viral level stuff, but it means a lot of you have listened uh, for the past eight episodes and we love doing this. We love putting it out. Uh, we love talking about spicy topics like this one. Um, we hope you uh, enjoy this one and continue to listen. And remember to follow our Instagram. It is unfiltered underscore underscore. I was going to say dash. It's fine. I know it. Un- unfiltered underscore goals. G-O-L-E-S. And we're also on TikTok. Also on TikTok. Need to do better about our uh, social media presence. I know. I know I can step up my game. But it's the best way that we can interact with you guys. And so like we get DMs, you know, like you guys have voted in the polls that we've put on our Instagram, all of that kind of stuff. And like the whole last episode came from one of those polls. So keep keep it coming. If you have questions, comments, whatever the case may be, like, please let us know. We love hearing from you guys. We just love interacting with you. And yeah, just thank you so much for continuing to support us and listen to us. And until next time. Until next time. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.